We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, you know what time it is. Real quick, I'm here to talk to you about our sponsor, MyBookie. Uh, I know you've been hearing this ad uh, for the last probably six months or so, but hey, you know, we're still uh, we're still repping our boys. We're still using the site here on the show. Um, you know, you've heard my spiel before, but just to reiterate, MyBookie is a super easy, super fun way for you to uh, get involved in some sports betting online. Um, they got all the major sports up on there. Obviously, we're going into the college football bowl season. We got college basketball upon us here, uh, the NFL season, all that stuff. Uh, you can you can bet on games every day on my bookie. And the great part about that is if you use our code Shark twenty five S H A R K letter or numeral two five, you're gonna get twenty five dollars bonus cash when you sign up. You're gonna get a deposit match if you uh, put in a hundred dollars or more. So that means say you put a hundred dollars in your account, they're gonna give you another hundred dollars free to gamble with. It's a great deal, and even better than that, you're going to be helping out me and John here on the show. We really appreciate that. So all you got to remember, use MyBookie, play, you win, you get paid. It's that simple. When you sign up for a new account on MyBookie, just use our code SHARK25. All right, let's get on to the show. Welcome to Landsharks After Dark. Your weekly dispatch. Uh, well, let's say a little. Uh, not always every week uh, in this low period for Ole Miss, but from the dystopian reality that is Ole Miss athletics. I'm your host Justin Sanders. Got my co-host John Stefanczyk with me on the line. I uh, figured we get together and discuss some uh, some Ole Miss news or uh, lack of news. I guess we'll get into that in a second. What's up, John? How you doing, buddy? I'm good. I gotta. We'll go off topic to start here. Yeah, How may as well. Has um has there been much attention around gambling on the Mississippi coast, sports gambling on the I, Mississippi coast I, since like really. the of college football? No, I don't think so. I'm kind of surprised how quiet that seems to have been. Uh, I don't know if that was just a. I don't know. A, well, didn't we we talked about this uh, not too long ago, right? Where I was saying I feel like it's hard to really know if a if a sports book is successful or not based on like buzz because it seems like so much of their business is driven by like big betters, probably. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't know though. You know, we're we're far from experts here on the show. Although we are experts on the the best sports gambling online in my book. We should tell Bedwell to go get some inside scoop down. I, he, I think he goes. I think he goes by there. We will have to have him on the show to uh, to update us. But he, he'll he'll text little stories from the sports book. Like uh, what was that? What what game was it where he said somebody was going to put five grand on uh, whoever they bet lost? It was it was a college football game a couple weeks ago, but I forget. <laughs> Was it was it Ohio State Michigan or was it uh, I thought he said I thought he said somebody had five grand on the Saints against the Cowboys. Yeah, that's right. It wasn't college football. You're right. You're right. It was. It was the Saints versus the Cowboys, and the, and the Saints I'm, lost. I'm uh, so I'm getting. I have to admit, I'm getting mildly sucked in to this Cowboy 
the Cowboy Eagle is for everybody's note. We're recording. It is twelve thirty three Eastern mm-hmm. on um, Sunday, December 9th. Mm-hmm. We're we're recording on a Sunday in part because I'm going back to Germany tonight for a week and a half. So if Bedwell's on next week, he should get some inside scoop for, from the gambling Absolutely. side. But no, talk next... talk some Cowboys. I want to hear about this because I've I've so, seen a, a couple games this season. Yeah. So we. I've kind of got my semi-routine down when I fly over to Germany, get to the airport around 4.30, 5 o'clock, check in, get through security. Flight doesn't leave till 8.30, but I'll go watch the uh, the 4.30, the, the late afternoon NFL game, eat a meal, and then try to sleep most of the flight over. Today, it is Cowboys-Eagles in Dallas. They're up a game in the division. They beat Philly earlier in the year. If they win this game with – they basically go three ahead of Philly with three weeks to go. Uh-huh. The Redskins are a game back on the um, – let's see. They're a game back in the standings, but they're down to Mark Sanchez playing quarterback for them. So right. they're hurt. The Giants are 4-8. and eight. The Cowboys put together a defensive performance last Thursday against the Saints that – probably the best anybody's done in the league in three or four years, probably and with as um, offensively biased as the rule books are, as the rules are these days, about as good as you can play defense. So, um, yeah, that was, a, me, that was a shock. I mean, I think especially around here where Saints fever is totally set in, that was, that was not even a possibility going into that game that the Cowboys would, would play like that. Completely. It was funny going in because the past few weeks from the Cowboys side, my thinking has been, well, Lincoln Riley, there's, there's been rumors of Lincoln Riley and Jerry Jones would go hire him if they don't make the playoffs this year. Right. So I was kind of like, ooh, we could, get, we could get somebody not named Garrett coaching the team. So, of course, they go and they win four straight because <laughs> – Yeah, of course. That's just how, you know, that's how this shit works. But it's interesting. They've got a um, – they've got a young defense that runs around. They play different, can – can Dak protect the ball? Can Dak throw enough? Part of it, the line's been injured all year, losing Frederick for whatever his whatever his uh, illness is. Hopefully he's back next year. But I guess if they can get Tyron Smith back and win today and basically lock up the division, I think they can actually be dangerous in the playoffs. Is Jason Garrett a good coach? No. But if I'm honest, A, is Lincoln – is Lincoln Riley going to definitively be better than Jason Garrett? I don't think that's a lock. If I really be honest, I mean, if I put a, if I put aside my, I'm tired of Jason Garrett hate. You know, this kind of I went through my anybody but Garrett syndrome, and then I start thinking about it, going, you know, what is that really going to? Well, and how often does that really work out? Hiring the young uh, college coach to make the transition is... very mixed bag. I mean, yeah. and, and frankly, Rock. Riley's an offensive guru. That's what I would think he would do. And they need that's Dak's not going to be a guy that throws 40 touchdowns. He's going to be, I'm trying to think of the right. Yeah, no, I can, I can see where I think where you're going with this about kind of a non-traditional playbook for the NFL could work really well for Dak. I mean, well, Dak, I mean, they're going to, they're going to play all three phases of the game. They have a defense, play to it, play field position, have good special teams. Instead of going off and paying Dak, having a quarterback that's cost a gazillion dollars, 
have Dak at a reasonable price and go, um, and they need to not overpay Dak this offseason if they choose to go with which I, if they can get Dak for the right price, fine. He at least has experience. I think right. he's serviceable. I don't he's, he's good, maybe not Pro Bowl good. I mean, he could be, if Dak could be Alex Smith, which is probably yeah, his ceiling. He's a game manager, yeah. Alex Smith's probably better than a game manager, but if Dak could get to Alex Smith's level and they could kind of balance out the rest of the team, then I think it's the way they go. But I don't think Lincoln Riley's the guy you hire to run that type of team. Yeah. I would almost say like John Harbaugh would be a better fit because he was a special teams coach. He uh-huh. would have a more holistic pers- or a, you know, really unique perspective on the roster, what his vision of a team is. I mean, he won a Super Bowl with Joe Flacco. The point is he's done it without a top, top flight quarterback. So and uh, that would be good. I'm going to say that's just kind of where anyway. So now, but I'm actually find myself investing some time casually thinking about what the Cowboys, you know, what, the, what could the Cowboys do? Garrett will probably win the division, lose in the first round, and then we'll be in kind of just no man's land right. because what the hell do we really accomplish there? But you can't, you can't fire him necessarily after that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting. Yeah, something to watch. And uh, so play the Eagles today. Eagles, I mean, kind of a kind of a letdown season, right? Am I wrong about that? They got hot last year, had everything yeah. go right. I think Went was not. I think he's fine. I don't think he's. I think he's going to be 100 percent healthy next year. Right. They're injured on defense. I mean, they had their magical run. It's kind of like the, the ball's bouncing the other way for them. It's so like they like the Cubs after they won the World Series. I mean, it's not. It's, it becomes a lot less urgent. Are the Cubs really not falling out of favor with Chris Bryant? I heard that they were not looking at him, maybe potentially. He wasn't necessarily locked to be part of their long-term plans. Well, yeah, they were apparently shopping around to, to trade him. Interesting. Um, I don't really – honestly, I don't really know what the Cubs are doing. I don't know why they kept Addison Russell. I mean, he's not he's not good enough to kind of risk the PR hit, in my opinion, that came from keeping yeah. him after all that. Uh, yeah. I mean, like Baez is just objectively better, you know. But I, I, I don't know. I guess they want both of them up the middle. Uh, I don't think the Cubs have any chance at Harper. Um, so that means you know Hayward. I here. wouldn't pay Harper over. I mean, three hundred million for Harper is not a good. Not Somebody's good gonna do it though. I, I don't know. Um, Bellies are gonna offer a shit ton of money. It looks like. Yeah, and people talk about the White Sox a little bit. Uh, who just got uh, Goldschmidt? I saw that. Who who was that? Cardinals. The Cardinals got Goldschmidt, right? Yes, yeah, so that's that's interesting for sure for them. I think that makes them. I yeah. don't know their team well enough to does that immediately propel them to a ninety-five win club, or they need it a little bit more. But I don't know. I think it's definitely it's definitely an interesting development there. Um, oh. And we're we're jumping all around. Obviously, we're gonna get into some Ole Miss stuff. But a spoiler alert: uh, there's there's no big good news to report on the Ole Miss front. We were kind of holding out to see if they were gonna hire a defensive coordinator. It got to the point where. The search itself became the topic of conversation, so we'll get into that. But before we get off of these pro sports, um, mm-hmm. I figured since we were talking about the NFL so much, why not uh, bring up something that I, I floated not long ago? That somebody that uh, a mm-hmm. friend was a friend was telling me about this. So what do, what do you think is going to happen with this uh, Green Bay job? More specifically, it, could it be possible that this is kind of the last chance if Saban wants to get that that uh, I don't know kind of baggage of the failure he had with the dolphins mm-hmm. saving to green bay what, what are your initial thoughts when you hear that um 
it, it it's interesting. I, I it, to me, frankly, it would make a lot of sense. Saban, you know, say if anybody assume, let's assume that Tua is healthy and they go well, and they go. I think Jalen Hurts beats Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, and Clemson with Clemson would have to try to beat him with a freshman quarterback. And and look, look, Saban with time to prepare, and you know damn well with all their resources, they're going to prepare. They're going to be preparing for all three teams in this yes. playoff. Yes, and they know. I mean, they've played Clemson so much. I think Dabo's a good coach, but Saban with time and get the team reset, refocused, and everything. Frankly, the fact that Tua didn't win the Heisman, I think, just Saban takes stuff. Saban always takes these type of things and fires his team up with it. Yeah, and frankly job with it um, yeah so they've, I, seen, I, they've I, seen motivated going, all year anyway yeah so, so here's to tie this back to the green Bay's question i think they win the title this year i think saban has pretty much won the title every way you can imagine oh, also the, if they if they win the title team, this year that gives him one more than bear bryant one more than which i don't think he particularly cares about frankly he's not like he grew up in alabama and was like i want to be the greatest alabama coach of right all but time. is it doesn't bear have the most of any coach um, does he? I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I, it's interesting what he. I would if yeah. you put a gun to my head. Is it Bear? Or is it Newt Rockney? That would uh, be in the in the poll era. I think it's Bear Bryant. Yeah, it dates okay. back to 1936. How many Newt Rockney went? I wonder. I don't know. I'll have to look that up. But continue. Go on with your thought. I'll figure that out. Anyway, um. So Saban basically, what's left for him to accomplish at Alabama? And exactly. two, there's a, there's a stat out there that Alabama's had a first round draft pick at every position except for quarterback, which Tua next year is going to go in the first round, most likely number one overall. So if I'm Saban, it's like, hey, I've coached everybody that um, I've put you know a, a first round draft pick at every position on the field in the league. Um, he's what 67, 68. He's at least mid to upper sixties. Yeah, Rogers thirty five. So, yeah, I think I think it. I think they have. It's a three year window, so you can do like a four year contract in Green Bay. Um, I think Rod Rogers. The everybody's saying now Rogers not the easiest guy in the world to coach. Right. I think if you bring in say, I think if you bring in Saban, and you tell Rogers, you pick the coordinator. Or you work with Saban to come to a mutual agreement on the coordinator. Saban's going to coach the defense. Saban's going to run a run a team. Um, Green Bay is a media as local as the team is. I mean, it's probably the close. This is probably not the greatest in that comparison. No, I think I see. Probably, I see where you're going with this. I can but, see this. But it's the from a. It's not like he's going to New York and dealing with that media. The Green Bay right. media is going to be much more manageable for Saban than. Yeah. The, um, than say other most other media outlets in the NFL. Yeah, um, I think that's right. So, frankly, he's probably still in Miami if they pick Drew Brees instead of Dante right. Culpepper. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I do believe yeah, that. Yeah. Like you said, I don't so, know what else he has to kind of prove in the college ranks. Um, of course, you know, if he stayed at Alabama, he could win you know, seven more championships conceivably before he retires. But uh, I don't know. I just don't, I, I don't know what motivates him. I don't know. I don't know if he's a guy that's obsessed with, I have to win as many as I can. I think he's just a guy. I think he's a, 
he's a guy that likes getting in the details of the process of doing the work. I do, I do I, think he has an ego. And, and so to me, that says if he could go to the NFL and be successful, that would kind yeah. of that would get rid of the, the, the knock on him. He's only a college coach and then he failed in the NFL. I think he's got a, uh, I think he's got an ego to a point yeah. to where I'd be, I don't know if he has, he's not, is he going to be before he has to go back and prove it? But my God, I mean, if you can go coach Rogers at the Packers and that could kind of be his path to retirement, right? Let's go take a, um, is let's go try to win one with Rogers. Cause, cause frankly, if say, let's say Saban goes and when they don't, when they do okay, but don't win. Yeah, I would say, you know, Rogers for as good as he is is only one one with McCarthy. It's not like, you know, I don't think that's an indictment on Saban's coaching record if he doesn't win one with Rogers, right. because Rogers frankly should have probably won two by now. Right. I mean, the the one that comes to mind for me is the is against Seattle a few years ago that NFC title game where they threw up over themselves the last six minutes of the game. Yeah, I remember I remember that. That was that, that was that classic. that was a they, that that should have been there and then the Seahawks screwed it up against the at the goal line a few weeks later. I think that was kind of in my mind. That and they had a fifteen and one season where they let the Giants walk in there and win, but that was um, I guess that's when they were the defending champs. But I don't know. I think it'd be I think it's possible. I don't expect it, but I think it's possible. And I tell you, if it would Saban, be fun. It would really shake up this off season. Well, like, because because Sab- think about the chain reaction that would set off. You know, because Alabama is going to go take a a big name head coach from another college team. You would think whether it's Dabo or somebody else, and then they just uh, trickles but down. Al- but but it's going to be fascinating because Alabama is then going to go through this whole yeah d- a, a transition. Or do period. the boosters come back and want their attention? And is, can, can Alabama sustain? I don't think anybody, I don't care who you hire, if it's Dabo, anyone can come in and right. repeat what Saban's right. done there. And obviously, I, I want it to happen just from the drama perspective, in addition to having to play Alabama every year. But uh, I, I, that could that could be very interesting. Uh, and then, of course, I mean, kind of transitioning here, um, in, a, in a natural way, I want to say, Urban Meyer retiring to now Ohio State, opening up as well. I haven't followed that very closely. What's going to happen with Imagine. that job? If Saban and Meyer leave in the same year, well, no, Ryan Ryan Day is getting promoted. They're promoting the okay. So, quarter. so he's going to be the full time coach next year. It's not just an interim yeah. or anything. Yeah, yeah, correct. He he's the successor. Okay, uh, but still, I mean, obviously, another huge story in college football right there. Although it's Urban Meyer, it's kind of like the boy who cried wolf thing, where I feel like every time Urban Meyer retires, people don't really believe well, him Ur- necessarily. You know, Ur- Urban. I understand why people like to rip on Urban. I think he Florida. generally, ha- yeah. I think he generally has health issues with the brain cyst. Uh huh. I think Urban. If I'm Urban, I go do TV. That everybody yeah. likes the guy, you know. Yeah. I mean, he could go. Clay Helton's going to play him out next year. USC is going to be open to him. I think a lot of people uh, naturally were saying that when he retired this time. You know, he's going to show up at but, USC after next season. He doesn't strike me as a California guy, frankly. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think Ohio State was kind of the really the ultimate job for him. So, right. I, I I think he's. I think Urban's done coaching. So I mean, Urban. who do you see? Who do you see after Clay Hilton at USC? Uh, I uh, mean, they, Kingsbury is the OC there now, right? Could he Cliff, could he look into Cliff's, that job? Cliff's not a head coach. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're gonna want to make a big hire for sure. I don't know who it's going to be. 
Yep. Uh, and so obviously we're talking about coaching hires, the the mm. forefront of uh, a lot of Ole Miss discussion. Are, uh, hey, I want to say this real quick. We're, we're 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 burying the Ole Miss DC discussion because there's nothing because, to talk about. We're gonna get well, to it, but it's it's there's nothing to talk about yet. All of these damn outlets, the Spirit, Rebel Grove, are like are like God. We're th- this is crazy. This is that's just like dude. You're covering two names. No, it's, I don't want to hear about how you're stressed out. You got a poor bourbon at eight o'clock right, in the morning. On right, the podcast. I, it's yeah, I totally manufactured. I'm yeah, sorry. Ab- absolutely. I mean, like, I, I feel for these people that their livelihood is covering what is essentially a zombie program right now, Ole Miss football. But uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not going to give. Don't tell it, me they're doing a good job when they still don't have their guy yet. Right. I mean, I'm not going to give them that much that much credit for either covering it or the or what Luke and Bjork are doing right now, which we will get to. But I I think this is a transition that uh, is natural here. I want to talk about former Ole Miss headman Hugh Freeze back yeah. in coaching, uh, back in head coaching, I should say. Um, I mean, what a what a wonderful day for people of faith. You know what I mean? We, we got our, we got a great man, Hugh Freeze at Liberty university. Now. Uh, I mean, big things coming for the flames, right? Yeah. I'll tell you it's, um, the media hates that son of a bitch. I mean, they were deservedly. Come on. I, I mean, it, I know, but it is, like, I hate him. I don't think we're really the media, but I hate the guy. We're not the media. We have a medium that we're talking through right now. But, yes, I agree. This is how we catch up every week. It's nothing more, nothing less. Which you probably get much more factual information and perspectives on this shit than you do out of media outlets. But, anyway. (laughs) At least our our version of the facts, yeah. Exactly. I mean, Freeze. I mean, people. I mean, Liberty has gotten more attention from this. That's true. That's true. I give them credit for doing it. And, frankly, I kind of. I don't root against. I don't find myself wanting to root against Hugh Freeze or anything. Well, I think, I think he, that the ultimate funny outcome would be for Liberty to be really good under him, and he he rises back up through the ranks and then self destructs again because he he can't handle success. That's what we've learned about him. In my yeah, opinion. I mean, I'm curious to see how he does because how good of a coach is he at the end of the day? I don't know. I think he should do well, right? I mean, he's done well at small schools before. I think that, I mean, he was, yeah, he went what nine and three or whatever, 10 and two at arc state. And before that at, what was it? Lambeth or something like that. And, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think his basically, and obviously I'm no schematic expert or anything, but I, I think his scheme and his style probably works better the lower level it's at. I think he's incomplete, but I tell you what he I tell you what he got right at Ole Miss was quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I mean uh, he I mean he brought in Bo and he he brought in Bo and won as many and Bo won as many games at Ole Miss as Eli Manning. Yep. I mean he brought in a lot of talent. I mean he at and then he went. He, he realized that Buchanan and Kincaid wasn't going to work. He went and got right. Chad. I mean, yep. I mean, he kind of, he kind of, it was kind of last minute a lot of this stuff. But frankly, he went out and did it. And then he recruited Shea Patterson, who has not turned out to be as good as I think what all the recruiting experts thought he was going to be. But he's, but I mean, at the but time, he, he could have gone anywhere. You know, freeze. He went and landed the number one QB yeah. in the country. It was a coup. So, it was a coup to get him. Um, and, but and his, and his ability to go get quality quarterbacks is going to win you at least, you know, is going to make you at least good. I think, yeah, no, I think at Liberty, he'll probably do well. You know, Ole Miss plays Liberty uh, in a couple of years. I don't know if Freeze will still be there. I think in three seasons, Um, but that would be really funny. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think obviously the the reason the story is getting so much traction is because Freeze is fired from Ole Miss due to a moral turpitude clause. Uh, you know, disappears kind of for a couple years, and now he turns back up at this very fundamentally Christian school. I mean, it's just a, this the the, yeah, the snarky at, tweets kind of write themselves. Frankly, the AD the AD is much more offensive to me than well, Freeze doesn't offend me. I don't know there. anything about the AD. Who's the AD? The AD's the ex Baylor guy that helped cover it up the shit. Oh with yeah, that is yeah, of course. That's yeah, what, that's very offensive. Yeah. I mean, that's who hired the guy. It's like he. I think Freeze, honest to God, I think Freeze is. You think he's paid? Ways, his, you think he's paid his his penance? I think his image is almost worse going to work for that guy than it was his <laughs> whole transgression. I mean, all his. His transgression never hurt anybody except, you know, his family who stood by him through all this. So that's well. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I think any discussion of Freeze at Ole Miss is incomplete when you look at the good seasons and not the five and seven, the six and six, the five and seven that the last three seasons have been. That yeah, I mean, obviously Matt Luke has a lot to do with it now, but it, it, the foundation for the Ole Miss programs. Uh, current mm, state, it was definitely laid by Freeze. He totally mishandled the NCAA investigation. Very cocky. Uh, I mean, he had Barney running his recruiting operations. Does, We've talked about a, that ad nauseum. Yeah, but it, it was a, it was little league shit. I mean, it, and that's gonna work. That's gonna be fine at Liberty. I'm just saying, like, you can't only give Freeze credit for the good stuff and pretend like he didn't hire Longo, give McGriff a big contract. Uh, he he had plenty of bad moments at Ole Miss as well. Oh, this is interesting. Question. He also how, beat Alabama twice and, and never won the West. How which is that's that's Hugh Freeze in a sentence right there. Yeah, but how much is the is the is the recruiting booster infrastructure thing? Um, I guess it, well, it is the head coaches. I mean, Saban put it all together at Alabama. No, I think you can blame the boosters. You can blame uh, individual fourteen or whatever the this hell. This NCAA mess is way more than freeze. I mean, freeze, freeze is Here, probably no. Here's here's where I disagree. Culpable. Here's where I disagree. Yeah. Here's where I disagree. Because mm-hmm. yes, you can blame the boosters. The boosters did dumb shit. Why did Ole Miss get charged with the dumb actions of the boosters? Directly related to a man that Hugh Freeze put in charge of all of this. The evidence all came off of Barney Ferrar's phone. And Hugh Freeze's phone records as well. You know, calling the owner of Funkies all those times. Barney and Freeze calling the Rebel Rags guys. Uh, I mean, like, they, I don't think you can you can blame dumb boosters because every school has dumb boosters when the evidence didn't start with the boosters. They it started in the Manning Center, yeah, but, and they let yeah, out but, from there. But, but, Freeze was directly responsible, in my opinion, for the evidence being there for the NCAA to find it, partially because he put Barney in charge of his recruiting machine. We're talking about for Hugh Freeze is getting us talking about NCA. This is great. Um, well, now let, let's keep. Be, there's nothing to talk about with the DC search, so let's go down this road here. Because <laughs> why not? So, regardless of what the fake news media tries to tell you, there's nothing to talk about right now. Well, even the fake um, news media now is saying that Golding has said no. So, I mean, that was the big story, and now we're, we're on to the think next McIntyre, candidate. It doesn't sound like McIntyre's coming to me, but yeah. anyway. Um, well, Free, look, Freeze, Freeze screwed up the Barney thing, but. Ross Bjork had an opportunity to say, Hugh, you need to fix this. Oh, you think Van Jones had an opportunity. This is not a pro Ross Bjork podcast either. So I'm happy to entertain that. It 
it, multiple people failed to get where they got. Sure. Is Freeze the primary fault? No, but free, uh, but they're. I don't know. It, lead time. I mean, the Ole Miss culture is why they got where they got. The fact that they even had to hire Hugh Freeze, the, you know, the, uh-huh. the guy that was inexperienced in these vets. The fact that they go off and run a damn. They set up an athletic department where Bjork did not hire Hugh Freeze, so he was never. You know, did Bjork ever really have the right power in certain areas to? To govern and control Hugh Freeze, no. I mean, Sean too is running around saying, "This is my guy," and the whole Dan Jones, I tell it's it's an old old Miss culture built the NCAA problem, and they can make Hugh Freeze the scapegoat. But I can't believe I can't believe you're defending Hugh Freeze this week. I'm not defending Freeze. I'm saying I'm saying you are you are responsible and not ninety eight percent responsible. Like everybody's made it out to be. Hmm. I mean, I hey, I'm I'm, whole mess. I'm happy to entertain, you know, multiple. How the hell does one guy cause sources. a six year circus? One guy doesn't cause a six year circus. Well, no, I mean, the, if you if you want to trace it back, the fact the NCAA was even there goes back to Houston Nutt, obviously, and you know we, we got to be careful talking about that. He's going to sue us. Ole Miss culture, Tom Barnes. Ole Miss culture. Us. We got to go fake ACT scores for JUCO transfers on a four and eighteen. That's Ole Miss culture causing yeah, problems. Right absolutely. There. That's so, all right. I mean, so, with that. yeah. No, I mean, although Freeze, although I have to admit, you know, God, God bless Freeze, and I mean that because he gets up there and he is all. I mean, this whole he he, he believes he is a uh, he he is the Bible thumper's Bible thumper. Yep, he is. He's. I mean, the junk. The junk quote was gold. Had. I was like, "This is awesome." Yeah, but, that's that's just mega viral. Talking about it, 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 the quote was something about like Jesus is the only one that can handle my junk or something like that. I think freeze. <laughs> I think freeze is much less hireable at a Power Five school after that press conference. You think than so? He was oh, yeah, because he that's went a up there. Take. If Freeze had got up there and acted like a more neutral guy that had matured, sure. No, he's just keeping doing what he's doing, which he can do at Liberty. And if yeah. that's what he wants to do, sure. I but, don't know. I think the real the real thing is that college football is so corrupt, it's so fucked. I think if Freeze wins and looks promising, they're gonna someone will hire him. Auburn will hire him. Like also the the, the overly religious act is is not at all a knock in, in college football these days. Like there are a lot of coaches that are selling that as well. I think he has to keep it, his nose clean. He it, has it to stay out of negative press. Coach. I'm just going to tell you right now, Boston College ain't hiring. Oh yeah, for sure. But we're, but Freeze doesn't want to be there anyway. Freeze is a is a southeastern guy anyway. I think I I think in five years I wouldn't be surprised at all if Freeze is back in the West. I think he could also flame out and, and never coach in Power Five again. It'll just depend. I mean, he has a very he does he can't really mess Ooh. up again. Who would have, so Freeze is going to go from Liberty to straight uh, back to the West? No, nah, he's gonna he's gonna go like Louisville or something or some shit like that. Some I think I think Louisville's clean house. With yeah, but but a, a school that size, you know, someone that wants to win but doesn't yeah, necessarily have the see, background. Uh, where where could he go? Okay, I can see Freeze going to like. Um, Let's well, actually put. Well, what about what what about when uh. Texas Tech. I could see Hugh Freeze. Yeah, Texas Tech. yeah, absolutely. Would yeah. Lubbock, Lubbock, Lubbock would do that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if in my my experience with Lubbock, all they care about is the school and winning. It's very insulated. There's not a lot of outside media there at all. Obviously, they're it's, called Freeze. It, absolutely. Freeze I think actually, I think Freeze would make sense at Texas Tech for sure. I think he would make sense in the in the Big Twelve generally. 
Yeah, um, well, we, we buried it. Table Cobbleson's already said it. He's going to go coach Baylor. Yeah, oh, that. absolutely. That would that would be a complete fit as well. I mean, Baylor is, is as craven as Liberty in a lot of ways. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. at all. Yeah, you um, could. Huh? Another possibility that that's uh, that's in my mind here: Lane Kiffin leaves. That could be the next job after Liberty for him. Uh, Florida Atlantic. Yeah, somewhere somewhere like that. Somewhere that that wants to win doesn't really care, and they'll. they'll I think. Rehab I guy. think it's got to be a school. I think the religion thing would freeze really. You so? I, but like you, be... you say that, but like you have these super religious that. coaches at jobs all over the country. Like Gus Gus does this. Dabo does yeah, this. But how many? But how many of these super religious coaches have? The baggage um, that Freeze have has. the baggage Freeze yeah. does, and turn, where, where everybody looks at the, looks at it as a fraud. Yeah, I I I do think that every year that goes by, people are gonna think about that less and less, and especially if he wins games, kind of gets a different momentum going in his career. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I think college football people people will forgive and forget because they want to win. They're gonna move on from it. Um. Yeah. I don't know. He he. Art Bryles was this way. Art Bryles covered up a hell of. A, I think people. Art Bryles is going to coach again, though, don't you think? When, uh, he ain't, but he didn't have a job yet. How long? Know, how many but, years has that been? Uh, it's it's been one more than Freeze, right? Or has it been the same? Been or was it? When did the Art Bryles? Did he get fired in fifteen or sixteen? I want to say it was around the same time as as Freeze's thing. I thought it maybe a year before. Oh shit! Oh, shit. You're right. Because didn't they get? They were getting mocked together. Yeah, he got fired in May of sixteen. So Bryles has gone two seasons now without getting a job. Yeah, but I I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. Freeze only went one. Yeah, well, well, he missed all of last season, obviously, because he lost his job right before he went two. What do you mean? He missed two college football. So is no Bryles has gone. Sorry, yeah, you're right. Freeze went two. Um. Bryles went well. He the, 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 this doesn't work, but he, he freeze kind of went one and a half. Because well, well calendar wise, he was fired in July of seventeen. He was rehired right. in November of eighteen. Mm-hmm. So two. But Bryles is uh Bryles missed three seasons then. Mm, okay, I mean I Bryles. I, I hope Bryles blackballed. See, I think I think the difference is freeze's transgressions were very embarrassing for him and for the school. But they didn't necessarily they didn't open Ole Miss up to a insane liability like I think Bryles's transgressions yeah, did. Well, Bryles, yeah, Bryles failed to protect people. Freeze never hurt anybody. Well, nothing, nothing Freeze did, you know, opens you up to like a Title IX lawsuit or something. No. Whereas Bryles, Freeze. Bryles really did jeopardize an entire university in a way. Freeze, Freeze had personal issues. Exposed himself as a huge hypocrite in right. a dramatic way, mm-hmm. and frankly, the, and frankly, was in over his head. Didn't leave the program in a great state, but like, still, none for, of that, none of that is the same as what Bryles did. So, if you tell me Bryles is blackballed and Freeze isn't, I think that would that makes. Some I don't sense. even think it's anywhere near comparable. The yeah, two. yeah. Um, so. so how many how many seasons? Just just over under over under two seasons at Liberty for Freeze. Um. Shit, I think it's too push. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, and then as of right now, he could, you, if he goes like ten and two, yeah, they could spin the wheel. I mean, 
I just, but we yeah. we agree he, he's he, he's not going to go straight from Liberty to a Power Five program. There's going to be an in between probably. Well, no, if he go, I think he could go from Liberty to Texas Tech to a Big don't Twelve. You? I don't know. I don't Which, know who Texas Tech is going to hire. I have no idea. I don't think he's going. I don't think he. I would be surprised if he ever made it back to the SEC. Really, ever? He's young. Uh, well, you know what? If he went Liberty, Ed Orgeron made it back. I could see him coaching at Kentucky. Yeah, sure. Or Missouri. Because Kentucky's the – football's number two at Kentucky. So that would actually help mitigate freeze. Cal's going to get more attention. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm still standing by Hugh Freeze at Auburn to me would make a lot of sense. Like in 10 years from now, we'll see. I, I think as crazy as Auburn is – He has to win a lot to get back there. But I, I don't know. Auburn doesn't give a shit. They want to win. I think – I don't think he would succeed there. No, no, not necessarily. I don't know if he would succeed, but I don't know. I mean, I, I do think that there are some, as far as the coaching, take take out all of the personal stuff and the, the religion and all that stuff. As far as his coaching goes, I think there could be analogs to like a an Ed Orgeron where he was in over his head the first time. He learns. He changes things. I mean, I think... I think Freeze has a, a big ego. Um, I don't know if he's going to be able to adapt his style as much as I think Orgeron kind of has. But, you know, it's possible. If, if there's going to be a Freeze redemption arc, and again, I'm not necessarily cheering for this. I don't necessarily like the guy. But if that's going to happen, I think it would be similar to Orgeron where he flames out, he comes back, he fixes some of his mistakes, and, and he's a, a more well-rounded head coach in the end. But we'll see. Uh, I, think, I think Freeze is too much like Gus. Yeah, I think that's. I don't see him doing Auburn. Which I mean, I think you're. I think that makes sense, and I think that's probably why I was thinking it would work there because he's so much like Gus. But you're right. If you know they, if they I, want to get you know away from I, that, you know where I think Freeze could end up. Okay. In the S. Well, not A and M. They're too proud to hire the, the yeah. fallen Mississippi coach. Not L. Not LSU. Not Auburn. Not Alabama. Um. So I've got what the two Mississippi, not all this obviously. Right. I could see Arkansas in certain situations. I mean, he did coach at Ark State. He's got ties. Man, that would just freeze. Miss- for- Good. He would he would play well with the Little Rock side of it, which they still have enough power to get a game at War Memorial in the next few years, which is amazing to me. <laughs> Unbelievable they play in that building. And I actually think this probably would never happen, but I think there's a small chance he could even end up at Mississippi State in the right circumstances. Uh, they're too proud too. They wouldn't hire him. Yeah, you're right. They wouldn't. Um, Arkansas is the only one I could see because it's kind of off in the corner. Right. Um, I mean, it would it, it would complete the Houston nut circle of exchange. <laughs> that would be really funny. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Um, I don't I bet know. Austin, I bet Austin Miller's listening to this going Arkansas. So I'll never hire for his out. That. I got I got to have some fun with that. Yeah. Uh I mean just, just mentioning Arkansas briefly. Man, it's 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 a rough go of it so far for uh for Chad Morris. They all they thought they were getting Kelly Bryant at the last second. He's going to Mizzou now. Um coming off that season they had. I I don't know. I, I mean think, I, I think Morris gets three is fired after his third season. So I think he's got two more years. You know what? Could for could Freeze go from Liberty to Arkansas? If no they way. Can't. I don't see it. I don't see it. Well, hang on. Hang on. Let's let's play. I'm going to make this happen. 
I think so, he's too much like Chad Morris. I think if Morris flames out, they're going to try to rebel against no, that. No, no, no. Freeze, freeze went to two access balls. See, I think Arkansas – if Chad Morris flames out, who the hell is Arkansas going to be able to go higher? I think maybe they do what they did with Bielema again and just change it completely and get away from, from that style and that type of personality. Go get somebody from the Big Ten or something like that. Well, so Chad Morris goes – four and eight next year and then he goes four and eight the following year and he's fired after three seasons and he would be what 10 and 26 complete disaster that's rough that is so you went from Bielema you you went from well Petrino had them um top 15 in the country right the motorcycle wreck John L's the one year Mm mm-hmm they go to Bielema, which is considered a get a good get at the time because he was quite successful at Wisconsin and didn't work. So you went and got the big, you know, as good of a Big Ten coach as you're going to lure. Right. And it didn't work. So then you went wide open spread with a guy with Texas ties because you need to go recruit Texas, and that flames out. So and I'm not I'm not ready to say that Morris is gonna is gonna fail just yet, but I'm just saying it's off to a rocky start. It's everything everything I, is I, broken I, against. I'm Morris just so hypothetical. Far. Let's right, say Morris right, plot, right. I think is most likely. So what the hell are you gonna do? Are you gonna go Morris run the triple gonna, option yeah. going forward? <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, the job you've had both extreme styles fail because I mean you've got money there, but you're in a hell of a division. You don't have access to to play players that you need to be successful. So I think they, I, I could see where they miss on a few guys. Let's say freeze is, let's say he goes eight and four, 10 and two at Liberty. They go, you know what? He'd be popular with a part portion of our boosters. They'd be like, he got him. He got, if he got all missed to the sugar bowl with Arkansas resources, imagine what he could do. He did it with the, uh, you know, he's a guy that's beat Alabama two years in a row with not the same roster. I can see Arkansas talking themselves into that. I don't think the warts of Freeze would would bother a good uh, an influential portion of the well, Arkansas. I'm, this is definitely Freeze's rehab job, like I said. And I, I don't think he'll have any trouble staying out of the negative press at Liberty. I think it should be fine. Um, so I, I don't know. I think I, I think that he doesn't jump straight to a big program like that. We'll see. It'll be because Freeze. If you're a quarterback, especially if you're a quarterback that maybe you lost out a job or you feel like you're not quite getting respect, but you're pretty good, I think Freeze would be attractive. Because Freeze would, you know, he rehab Bo Olson, Chad Kelly. He's the he's the quarterback quarterback rehab guy. Yeah, he's I, he's, he's proven he can do that. It's gonna it'll be it'll be interesting for sure. Um, like I I agree with you. I'm not necessarily cheering against the guy, even though I I don't. I don't like him personally. I don't like necessarily what he, the way he left Ole Miss, any of that stuff. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not cheering for him to lose. It's not like Shea, you know. I don't, I don't want to see him fail. It's whatever. I think it's interesting more than anything. He's a, I think it's a byproduct of Ole Miss culture as much as anything. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to make that leap. But you can keep trying to convince me of that one. Uh, Why why is it not culture? Well, we'll see. We'll we'll, we'll 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 keep discussing it. It's an interesting hypothesis here. You know, to to go from, I feel like we've come full circle on freeze from loving the guy to hating the guy. And now you're back to saying it wasn't his fault. It's interesting. Well, uh, we love we <laughs> love winning. I'm just saying you don't get into as big of a mess as this to start into without multiple people 
failing to do their jobs properly. Oh, I agree with that. And then, again, we're not we're not making excuses on this show for especially not for Ross Bjork, not for anybody that works in the Manning Center. I think that there's incompetence across the board. Um, obviously, we had our complaints about soon to be former Chancellor Jeff Vitter, and like you said, I mean, I even think that the the beloved. Robert Kyatt and Dan Jones made You're their, their mistakes as well. You're telling me the flagship school of a state that just elected Cindy Hyde-Smith to the U.S. Senate is, doesn't have a culture problem as part of this NCAA. I'm not saying there's no culture problem. I am I am pushing back on you absolving freeze of, of mistakes that, that deepen, definitely deepen the trouble. That I said 60% of it's his fault. That's majority. Okay. All right. Sixty percent. Okay. Well, we're we're gonna continue this discussion. My point is, is, I think much, I think for today it's de- it's dead. We've, we've some of the other forty, and I, I guess and I would even, frankly, sixty percent's a bad number. I think I'm gonna say it's forty nine percent. Well, I'm gonna say it's forty percent freezes fault. Here's why. Because oh my of some God. Of the this other is getting worse, John. You're going the wrong direction. If some of the other sixty percent had done their jobs properly, then we wouldn't be here. All right, we got more. We have more to discuss. We're about to get into the Ole Miss DC search. Finally, here we got they don't have a game. Guy. There's nothing to talk about with the DC. Here, search. I got a question. I got a question. Why did Paul Johnson retire at Georgia Tech? He just got tired of coaching. I don't he's, know. He's only sixty-one. I have no idea. He's only sixty-one. I'm just wondering this because I know they hired Jeff Collins. What? Yeah. If you had millions of dollars and you were sixty-one, you'd be like, "Shit, let's go travel the world." Or I well, I don't so. know if you would. I'm saying, no, I would. Hell yeah, I would. I'd do that at any That's age. What I would do. Yeah. All right. Just wondering. Just wondering if there was some story there. If I had ten million dollars to my name at sixty-one, I would not be working. All right. So, ten thousand foot view on the DC search. We've kind of taught. We've dropped little references to it. Basically, Ole Miss media telling people for the last what week, week and a half that Luke's making this hard push to get Pete Golding out of uh, Alabama. Really young DC wants to be a head coach soon. Different deals are put on the table. Apparently, Ole Miss ended up offering him like four years, over a million dollars. Big deal. Um, you know, some people are saying privately he told Luke he would do it. He'd come to the D.C. Obviously, it'd be good for recruiting. Um, of course, if you follow Ole Miss, I don't think you were optimistic this is actually going to get done. It was all setting up for a traditional uh, Ole Miss kind of Luke gets left at the altar. It seems like that's what happened. Doesn't want to say no to Saban. Golding, that is. Um, he's not coming. I think that's it's all official now. Uh, so we were told the next guy is Mike McIntyre. He has some baggage as well. I personally am not not very excited about that prospect. But like you were saying, I'm not even sure that he wants to come now. Um, so Luke's going to end up with what? Some like Kane Womack or some shit. I think I fully expect Kane Womack to be higher while I'm in Germany the next 10 days. Yeah, wouldn't be surprising at all. Or, you know, Wes and Dean's out here saying just promote Summerall. I don't know. I don't know why that's a, a, an option that people are excited about. I have no idea. In general, last very... time I went, last time I went to Germany, Goofy Jeff got fired. I think this time Kane Walmack's getting hired. I just be, have a feeling. So a good thing last time, and, and this time something something terrible. And hell, the early signing day is in like ten or twelve days. I want to say so. Uh, it, it's not looking good for Ole Miss in this offseason, in my opinion. So I'm going to say this when about Kane Walmack because I may not be on the show again until after he's hired because Bedwell's going to come on next week and tell us about gambling on the coast. Um. Kane, I do not care at all that his last name is Womack. I don't care at all how big of a buzz name this D.C. hire is. This is more general D.C. comments. The only way this – what matters with this hire is if the guys can coach and actually go get some solid three – this is going to sound like grinder comment in the day. Get some solid three-star, low four-star guys, coach them up, 
build this defense to be respectable. You're not going to flip this whole narrative in one year. It's going right. to take somebody that's Well, that's what they were trying to do with Golden. They were trying to make a big flashy splash They higher. need to stop because I'll be frank, I, I think it's just – I mean, Pete Golding, but Pete Golding didn't mean your program was fixed. No, he just he helps you with perception. But the minute that they go zero and two against Memphis and Arkansas, and they have Pete Golding on the sideline, it's oh my god! I mean, now we have this much money tied up. Yeah, they need to go hire somebody that's going to make them, you know, better day by day. Yeah. I'll be and shit if they want to if they want to promote Sumrall at this point, go ahead. You know what? You tried to hire Golding. It would have been interesting. Yet Mac, if you think Summerall's really good and you want to keep him, and he understands the nuance of everything, do it. I think if you promote Summerall, that's just to me. That's just a hundred percent. The the you're not you're not gonna have Luke after after two two more seasons. Like three seasons is the max after that. I just I think that's kind of just and another thing we're not we're, we haven't said. It seems like Longo is probably going to stay on as offensive coordinator. I I think things are definitely going to get worse before they get better. Um, I'm not sure Luke's ever going to. Who got the Who got the UMass job? Do I need to go over uh, there? Let's see. I forget. I saw it, but I don't remember. Hold on. I mean, they were high. They, I mean, it was Longo and a guy that Walt had a Bell? lot of. Bad- After one year as FSU coordinator, yeah, offensive coordinator from FSU, Walt Bell, new coach at UMass. That's pretty funny. You coordinated Florida State's offense, and you get the head coaching job. You coached that offensive yeah, line. That's get rough. Job. But hell, hey, hey, what did Longo do? Um. So yeah, I don't know. I just I we'll see after the DC hire is actually made after uh, the early signing period, all of that. But as of right now, I think things are not not looking great will, in this off season. We will assess. The the coaching staff on post Christmas. I assume it'll be yeah. settled. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So, should we move on to some some bowl game lines, John? Are you ready for that? Yeah, that's much better. Than all right, about. exactly. This this should be a little more fun. Actually, but... no. Talk about Hugh Freeze is fun. That was fun. I did I did enjoy that. So thank you for that. Ole Miss culture there. We actually made some uh, made some some headway on our ongoing discussions about that so i'm of course on my bookie our sponsor here on the show if you sign up for my bookie use our code shark 25 you get some bonuses to help the show out that is where we're getting these lines from uh just gonna start out these appear to be chronological so first up some december 15th bowls we got the new mexico bowl north texas utah state utah state minus nine is uh north texas did did their coach go somewhere else latrell right uh, no, he took himself out of the K-State job. So he's staying. I don't know if he went anywhere else, but he just, he's not going to K-State. Right, 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 right. So he's staying in North Texas. I, I don't know. I could, I could definitely see them at least covering that that nine points. They're they're not a they're not a bad team at all. Um, I don't Packers, know. I don't know anything Packers, about Utah State though. The Packers let Julio Jones score a touchdown. That is, uh, <laughs> you might pure tank. You know what? If you're Green Bay, you might as well tank the season. I think that's what they're doing. Yeah, I think they should. All right, sorry. Uh, Utah State minus good. nine. That's two teams combined, nineteen and five. I have no idea who wins that game. Give me North Texas plus nine because I respect Latrell in that program. Okay. Um, Utah State. Uh, I know nothing about Utah State. Boise. I think they, they were ranked there for a bit. Hmm. There you go. So, uh, go an interesting game. Another game that day we got the Cure Bowl. At Camping World Stadium, Tulane versus Lafayette. Tulane minus three and a half. I have no idea. Good for those teams to be in a bowl, though. 
Uh, I'll take the jambalaya okay. plus one. Give you the points. So, I, I'll tell you, what, I'll take the tailgate there with Tulane and Louisiana. Yeah, that's great. Another uh, another bowl I'd like to attend: the Las Vegas Bowl, Arizona State versus Fresno State. Fresno State actually, minus four and a half. Semi interesting game. You think so? Well, you got Herm, yeah. You got Herm in that you one. You got eleven win Fresno. So you taking Herm in the points, or are you taking Fresno? Uh, we get to. I, I get to. Well, no, I won't be. I have to. Uh, what time's that kick? Two thirty p.m. In, Central. It looks shit, like that's in six days. Yeah, that's nine thirty German time. Bowl so if I'm bored, if I'm bored Saturday night, I can VPN and watch Herm. There you go. It'd be entertaining. I doubt that happens. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a. That, Why aren't you really Louisiana bored. playing in Orlando? Psh, hell, I don't know. Yeah, that would be playing the Superdome. That'd be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Uh, the Camella Bowl at uh, Crampton Bowl in Montgomery, Alabama. That's okay, I'm stuff. still amazed Montgomery has a bowl. Yeah, um, that's, that's good. So Georgia Southern minus one over Eastern Michigan. I think uh, they have a pretty good program. Yeah, I like Georgia I Southern. He, where, where is Eastern Michigan? I want to know. Uh, I want to say... Because I'm thinking they're going to travel down to Montgomery and be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, probably. This is, I'm going to bet against them for that unless they're from, like, Flint. And then I'm going to reconsider my thought. Uh, I don't know. It's not – I don't know where it is. Somewhere in eastern Michigan, if I had to guess. Um, the New Orleans Bowl, here's where, where they should be, like you were saying. Uh, Tulane and Lafayette. You got Middle Tennessee State versus Appalachian State. I mean, that's those those are some that's a fun matchup. Appalachian State minus seven. Seems like a lot of points. I'm taking Eastern Michigan because they're in Ypsilanti, and that's just a fun thing to say. Oh, I do like Ypsilanti, yeah. All right, so you got Eastern Michigan plus one in that one. What about Middle Tennessee plus seven versus Appalachian State? Uh, let's see. Did App State just lost their coach? Yeah, right? yeah, I think so. I don't know if he's coaching the bowl or not. Uh, I, I assume he's not. Uh, give me Middle Tennessee. Okay, yeah, I like that too. I like the points. Um, here's here's a fun one: the Boca Raton Bowl at FAU Stadium, uh, Northern Illinois versus UAB. Bill Clark minus three in this one. Uh, he'll he'll cover that. We 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 believe in Bill Clark. Yeah, love a lot of love for Bill Clark and uh on this podcast and just generally, I'd say, um, very respected guy. Uh, Ohio versus San Diego State in the Frisco Bowl in Frisco, Texas. You got Ohio minus three. Don't they have somebody that's half decent coaching their team? Ohio, it sounds right. Let's see. Where's Bo Pelini at? Is he at Ohio? He's not at Ohio. No, no he's, he's at, at Youngstown State, right? That's right. Damn, I wish they were in the bowl. Frank Solich is the head coach at Ohio. That's right. He's still there. Yeah. Yeah, he's been there for a long time. Uh, I have no idea on that one, so. Don't even. I guess give me the points. When I when I have no idea, I'm just gonna take the points in this uh, on these in these little bowls. Um, Bo Pelini went four and seven this past year. I'm really disappointed. Yeah, that's 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 not good. That's not good for him. He's a, he he went to Youngstown State, right? He's he's back home. I thought Is that, that was where the he I thought that was the narrative when he got hired there, but I could be wrong. No, he went to Ohio State. Oh, okay. Um, if I'm Arkansas, well, Bo's done too bad. I think Bo Pelini at Arkansas would make sense post Chad Morris, but he's not doing well. He hasn't enough. done shit. Yeah. All right, yeah how about doing... can I interest you in the Gasparilla Bowl in Tampa, Florida? Tampa, Florida. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, we got Marshall versus South Florida. Uh, the Thunder and Herd. That's Marshall, right? They're Is minus boy, two and Charlie a half. Strong. We got to support Charlie Strong. Yeah, Ganny. Ganny gets the points too. So I'll take Charlie Strong plus two point 
five. Ole Miss um, culture doesn't like Charlie. I support Charlie. Let's go, Charlie. The Bahamas Bowl wasn't this the Popeyes Bowl last year? And that's yes, it was. Then it's yes, not. It's it not Popeyes anymore. That's sad. Um, that's sad. Florida International versus Toledo. Toledo minus six. I've been taking the points, but I don't know. I feel like Toledo probably covers that. They're a proud program. That's fun though. I would love. I would love to be like a, a middle-aged booster for a small school that gets in the Bahamas Bowl. You get to go to the Bahamas for for Christmas. That's great. I think FIU wins just because they're used to how hot it's going to be in the Bahamas. Okay. All right. Yeah. I like that. I like the weather angle as well. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? FIU. I don't open the show talking about the weather anymore. So. Oh, I forgot. Okay. I forgot to ask you about it. That's my fault. Uh, oh, love this one. The Potato Bowl in Boise, Idaho, at Albertson Stadium. Uh, BYU minus 12 or Western Michigan. Western Michigan can definitely cover that, right? Um, yeah, that's a lot of points. Yeah. I think BYU wins a one score game. Getting a little, <laughs> little, uh, little closer to relevance here. We got Wake Forest versus Memphis. Memphis minus five in our beloved Birmingham Bowl at Legion Field in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, Memphis playing... looks pretty good. Wake Memphis, Forest. Well, as long as UCF's not on the field, they'll be fine. Right. Like I think um, Memphis could probably cover five in Birmingham. Don't have to travel as far. Should be a lot of Memphis. Yeah, Pax, there's not Paxton Lynch to no show this. I think Memphis wins this game. Yeah. Um, Jared is sponsoring the Birmingham Bowl. That's fantastic. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, I didn't see that. Uh, yeah. The Armed Forces Bowl in Fort Worth, Texas. We got Houston versus Army. Houston plus three. That does, that seems to, to to me that's I would lean towards Houston. Nah, Army. They know they have their style. Yeah, you think the 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 option wins out on this one? Yeah, they played Oklahoma overtime. They know how to play their that's whole fair. thing. Um, the Dollar General Bowl, Mobile, Alabama. Look, Troy, Alabama, and Dollar General go together. Give me the Trojans. Yeah, definitely, definitely Troy plus two and a half over Buffalo in this one. Buffalo coming down to to Mobile. I don't see that working out. Too Khalil Max not playing for Buffalo, right? So give right. me the Trojans. Yeah. Uh, another another one that would be fun to go to if you were a fan, the Hawaii Bowl. We got La Tech plus one versus Hawaii. I have no idea, but you know, do you like the home team in that one? I guess they're not the travel. They're uh, used to it. I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea about Hawaii or La Tech. Is, we, uh, we move on. What's it, is Skip Holt still at La Tech? Who's coaching that team now? Uh, I want to say yeah. I think he, I think he got fired. Okay, hold on. Repressing a sneeze here, um, the first responder bowl in the in the Cotton Bowl Stadium in Dallas. You got Boston College versus Boise State. Boise State minus three. No idea. I guess give me the points in Boston College. BC did not end the season well at all. They really struggled. They were seven and two. I think they lost the last three. Um. Oh, this is the uh, this is the uh, other this is the game in da- the bowl game in Dallas. Right. They actually, play in the Cotton Bowl. Right, right. To me, Boise is a solid, consistent program that shows up day in day out. I think Boise wins this game okay. comfortably. Okay. I think th- unless unless BC's defense really gives Boise problems, but Boise Boise puts athletes on the field. Right, right. Yeah, you're right Cowboys. Boise guys. So all right. So next up, we got the Quick Lane Bowl at Ford Field in Detroit, Minnesota plus four over Georgia Tech. I'm assu- I I don't know if Johnson's coaching this one or not. I don't know if he's 
retired. I would imagine Paul Johnson. This is a swan song game. And yeah. Minnesota has PJ Fake News Fleck. He's yeah. the he's not Hugh Freeze, but he's the biggest fraud in coaching not named Hugh Freeze. So I can never was, predict how a triple option team is going to do in the bowl game because either the other team uses the preparation time and does well against it, or it's like you know stayed in the Orange Bowl against Georgia Tech where they just destroy them. I don't know. Uh, yeah, mo- most of the times I don't think. Most of the times, the team has time; they're able to prepare for him and take right. care of. Him. Right. But, um, also, that was but kind of- being Paul Johnson's last game, you know that adds some dimension to it. I think so. All right, so uh, yeah, I'll take Georgia Tech minus four just for that alone. Even though Minnesota is closer to Detroit, if we're going off of that metric, I, I hate PJ Fleck. It's that simple. I agree. All right, we got the Cheez It Bowl at Chase Field. We got to pick them between TCU and Cal. Why are Cheez It sponsoring a bowl game in Tempe? Or, uh, yeah, or uh, Phoenix? I had to guess, probably because the price was right. I mean, yeah. I mean, you got Cal. It shouldn't be some, like, gluten free, like, smoothie. Call <laughs> the, in, the In and Out Bowl. I would support the In and Out oh Bowl. Oh, my God. But, no, I just want In and Out, so thanks for that. Yeah, Cheez It Bowl. I just don't think Cal, I would, I'm just disappointed Cal is willing to go put themselves in the Cheez It Bowl. But um, even Cal's okay. Yep. TCU has been pretty meh. Um, up and down pattern. I don't. I think Cal wins it. I think right. it means. I think it means more to the Cal coach. Gary Patterson doesn't give a shit if he wins this game. Yeah, I agree. And uh, that that has some bearing on next season as well. Ole Miss plays Cal uh, and Oxford next season. So interesting. Um, I will. <laughs> I will pick TCU just to go against you. What What, what are you laughing at? I was like, Cutcliffe's going back to Shreveport. That's yeah, crazy. the Independence Bowl, Duke versus Temple. We got uh, Temple minus three and a half. What's what's going on with Cutcliffe these days? Haven't been paying much attention. Obviously, not a great season. Well, what's it, what's his win. trajectory? What's his trajectory right now at Duke? He win. He goes to a bowl every year at Duke. He's the perfect fit for him. Yeah, so they're 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 happy. He won obviously. a division at Duke. Yeah, he did at Duke what he couldn't do at all. What, what Ole Miss has never done. He won the division. It's true. That's true. I mean, not yeah. I won't. I like cut. I won't quibble. So, what are you taking? Cut should, cut should not have gotten fired after 04, although it worked You're taking out for Duke plus three and a half, I presume? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. We got the Pinstripe Bowl, this abomination at Yankee Stadium. Uh, Miami, Florida versus Wisconsin. Uh, game. Yeah, it actually is. Miami minus four. Didn't they play in the Orange Bowl last year? Yeah, that did. sounds right, yeah. So it's a rematch. rematch. I didn't realize it's a rematch. Oh. Uh, Richt versus, I don't even remember. Really disappointing season for both teams. Yep, they were both thought of pretty highly going in. I think Paul Christ is, I trust him more than I trust Richt. Okay, and you get the I four think points. Rick, if Miami went 5-7 and seven and fired Richt after next year, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, interesting. So, okay, so Wisconsin. If they go higher, if Miami, let's say Rick retires, disappears next year. They should hire Lane. Hire Lane. Exactly. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, hell yeah. That'd be tight. Man, I I just want want Lane to get back. I wish Ole Miss would hire him. Lane and Miami would be fun. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. That's, that's uh, That's like Kingsbury in L.A. Um, all right, so here's one that's of interest to me as a as a Vanderbilt fan somewhat. We got the Texas Bowl, Vanderbilt minus three and a half versus Baylor. 
it's it's honestly pretty hard to predict what Derek Mason's going to do at any time, but I think Vanderbilt was the better team during the season. Uh, yes, I think he's um he continues to kind of in my mind at least somewhat steadily improve. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but he's it'll be interesting next season. I mean, Shermer's done. He's been a he's been a good quarterback there. I don't know what the offense is going to be like next year. They they're losing some key contributors. I don't know. He he has good defenses. Um yeah. I, I think Vanderbilt wins this game. Uh even though it's in Texas and it's Baylor. I I don't really I, know, rules the coach at Baylor, right? I don't really know what's going on with them. Well, I mean, he got him to a ball uh, year this, two. This is his first. Oh, this is year two. Okay, yeah, and obviously it's a big rebuild after Bryles. I think Baylor wins because they they want the game more. Probably it's right. A, yeah, a bigger deal to rule. Rule can have a winning record year it's definitely two. Definitely a bigger deal to rule. Yeah, I I think that is where I and they'll have more people at the game. All right, yeah, for sure. Moving right along, we got the Music City Bowl in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. Auburn minus four over Purdue. What does Auburn's trajectory look like under Gus? I have no idea. Have you paid much attention to this whole what they're what the, the whole drama uh, with, with him? Yeah, they told him he can't ha- he can't hire freeze. All the all the uh, assistant hires have to go through boosters. Right. He can't not hear his facility and. All this crap and it's pretty funny. Instead of, instead of Gus saying fine, I'll take my thirty-two million and leave, he's like, "Oh, we're going to turn him around." So yeah, I can't. I I I can't pretend to understand what goes on inside the mind of Gus Malzahn. I want is Brom staying at Purdue? Yeah, he's shunned. Yeah, he he, he so, was going to leave and then yeah, he's staying. Yeah, I am rooting for Purdue. Absolutely. I want, I want Auburn to be a dumpster fire. I, I'd be funny if Gus got fired after the bowl game if they get. If they get <laughs> <laughs> they got embarrassed by Purdue. Yeah, I hate I hate Gus Malzahn. Yeah, give me a Purdue plus four, and I'll hope I'll hope to see something that I want to see. All right, so here here is another game in the Camping World Stadium. So the second bowl game in Orlando, Syracuse versus West Virginia. West Virginia minus minus one and a half. And you were telling me before that Greer's not playing in this game, right? Greer's not playing. Syracuse had a good year. Dino, I think Dino gets them up when they play. Yeah, obviously. So West that, Virginia, I think West Virginia had like a tap, an offensive lineman or something. I play. Holgerson's basically said, "If you're any good, get that, get the hell off the field for the bowl." Really? Game, so. That's funny. Yeah. I, you know, honestly. So wait, so Holgerson is is supporting the players doing this? Uh, well, he's got multiple guys. I think honestly, it, honestly, it, I think that's good for him moving forward. Like, I think that helps your recruiting to show the I players. I fully agree. Yeah, this Holgerson's game means this look- game means nothing. They're not in the playoff. It doesn't matter. Um, I think exactly. as a recruit seeing that, you know, it's, it's kind of like we used to talk about, uh, FSU and Jimbo, right. Where from the outside, it seems like he has this out of control program, whatever, whatever, but to recruit, maybe it looks like, Hey, no matter what happens, your coach is going to have your back and defend you. You don't have to worry about it. You know what I mean? Like yep. sometimes it, what looks bad from an outsider perspective can look really good in my opinion to a recruit and their family. So I, I think that's really smart from Holgerson. I do think Syracuse probably wins because of it, but what does it matter? I mean, it's probably better moving forward. Interesting. Yeah. Give me Syracuse plus one and a half. And obviously that, that one and a half line is is a huge factor of Greer being out, you know, because West Virginia is the better team, no doubt. I'm going to lay out a scenario. Okay. Let's say Malzon in Auburn split ways sometime next season or at the end of the season. Yeah. Let's say Chad Morris goes four and eight. Will Arkansas fire Morris to hire Malzahn? I think they might. 
I think, I think Arkansas I think, wants Malzahn for sure. I think Gus fits Arkansas better than uh, Freeze does. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he doesn't have the baggage that Freeze has. I, I think, I, I, you know, not to completely circle back around, but I think your scenario with Freeze to Arkansas, I think one problem there is that, you know, they got burned with uh, with Petrino and the personal off the field stuff. I wonder if they would be more hesitant to hire someone that has a has Actually, also, has also resigned in this race. Yeah, Gus has never Gus, done that. He's Gus an and Arkansas guy. are the right fit for each other. Yeah, I, mean, I think I'm, that's probably where he goes after Auburn. I don't know when, but yeah. I think when, I, I think be, winning the Iron Bowl last year was the worst thing that could have happened to Auburn. Because if <laughs> yeah. they lose that game, Gus goes to Arkansas. Right. And that's where they're at now. Yeah, exactly. It's it almost kind of like if you play the what if, if Freeze had a – like if Freeze had Florida. lost, if Freeze had lost the Egg Bowl in fourteen, like yeah. he would have gone to Florida, and uh, I don't know who Ole Miss would have hired. Fuente, Bjork was oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been really big. Yeah. I don't know if they get Chad and beat Alabama the next year, but I think but overall, the program's in a better spot. Probably, better absolutely. Spot. Yeah. I, and I think if Freeze leaves in fourteen, the NCAA investigation fizzles out. You don't get the bowl ban, surely. I agree. I yeah. think Fuente, anybody would have, you know, I yeah. think the NCAA thing would have been much less. I Abs- agree. Absolutely. So that's that's another interesting what if. All right, moving on to the Alamo Bowl, we got your boy Mike Leach minus three and a half. Three. All right, we got my boy, and the Iowa State guy is getting rumored all across NFL circles as a sleepy candidate. I don't think he's going to – I think he's going to be distracted by that, and we can't go against my boy, Leach. Absolutely. Does Leach care about bowl games? Does he care to win this? Uh – Gardner Minshew is not an NFL prospect, so I think he's going to want to have right. a big game. Absolutely, game. and Washington State is is famous for traveling well and drinking a lot and all that stuff, right? So they should have a good contingent there. Yeah, I think that'll San be. Antonio. San Antonio is a fun town. San Antonio is a fun destination. I mean, they didn't go to a, uh, an access bowl, right. but frankly, going to San Antonio. San Antonio is a good spot. All right, so, so we're about to get into those access bowls. A couple little bowls surrounding them on the same date. We're up to December 29th now. In the Arizona Bowl, we got Arkansas State versus Nevada. Arkansas State minus one and a half. Again, I have no idea. I'll take the Southern team, I guess, and go Arkansas State. Um, closer to Nevada, I'll take right. Nevada. All right, all right, and you get the, you get a you get a point and a half on that one too. All right, so well, now we got now we got a, an, an interesting game here. We got the Peach Bowl in Atlanta, Georgia. You got Dan Mullen, who honestly, in my opinion, did really well for his first season there at Florida. Yeah, Florida's... the only the, the only kind of quote hiccup was Mizzou, but they beat LSU. Yeah, and and it, honestly, I've been impressed with how mature the Florida fan base has handled losing to Kentucky and stuff like that. Honestly, they they they, they didn't blow it out of proportion. Um. Yeah, and then, and then Dan, you got go ahead. Dan Swagger resonates with them. D- Dan Dan understands kind of the East Coast bluntness. Yeah. And I think the Florida, a lot, there's a lot of East Coast Florida alma mater. Yeah. That it makes a lot of sense, honestly. Dan Mullen at Florida seems like a good fit. He's getting seven and a half points versus Shea and Harbaugh, Michigan. Uh, I don't know. Do, does, do the way that their season ended, does that affect the way they play in this game? I think Mullen tips his cap to his former boss, Urban Meyer, and finishes the double whammy of Harbaugh. And they, and they crush him in this game. That'd be great. I would I would love to see to see Florida. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. Michi- Michigan played two real teams all year mm-hmm. and lost to both of them. Yep. 
And uh, and seven and a half is also a lot of points. So I think I'm going to take Florida plus seven and a half. And Mich- Mich- we know Michigan's not creative with their scheme. Mullen's right. going to come up with stuff. All right. right. It's uh, it's closer to Florida, obviously. How the hell are they seven and a half point favorites? I don't, I, I don't know. That's big. Is maybe Florida has oh, some I'll, injury I can or see something? Their defense playing their off. Uh, I think Mullen will. Man- I think Mullen will scheme up twenty four points, and I don't see how Michigan gets above. Yeah, 20. seven and a half is too big of a number. I think Mullen at least covers that. Uh, that, that'll be the appetizer for the playoff. Watching the Harbaugh, yeah, I like that. That's 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 a fun matchup uh, for for our interest for sure. We got the Belk Bowl in Charlotte, South Carolina, not having to travel too far to play UVA. I mean, that's two regional teams actually there. Uh, South Carolina must champ minus four over UVA. Uh, did, did UVA have a coaching change? What maybe a, they still have? Mendenhall? They hired Brocko Mendenhall. They have Mendenhall, yeah. yeah. He's got to the ball. So I think it's a. Um, I, can see I don't it. think this matters to Muschamp for all intents and purposes. No, his team's been to Charlotte plenty. Of time. I think it's a bigger deal for Bronco. So potentially, so, yeah, I, I like that. I like that line of line of thinking for sure. I think Mendenhall gets um, there. We got some first round playoff games here. Alabama minus fourteen over Oklahoma in the Orange Bowl. Uh, I think they cover that. Um. Just so imagine gonna, if Tua wasn't hurt, it would be like 20. I'm going to make a, a weird, what most people say a weird comment. I think Clemson is a safer bet than Alabama. Clemson I think Clemson beats Notre Dame, Notre Dame 95 yeah. out of 100 times. Yep, yep. I think Big Alabama, number, though. 11 and a half is a big number for Clemson. I think, I don't know if they cover, but I think Clemson wins that game. Um, Alabama, Oklahoma. Al- Al- Alabama most likely, well, Alabama will stop if two is healthy and they return back to being a normal team, if you will. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think Alabama. I mean, if they if if you throw if you if they play like they did the first twelve games of the year, Oklahoma's not going to stop Alabama, and Alabama's going to stop Oklahoma some. So I think Alabama wins like fifty five to thirty one, maybe. Okay, 38. and that's and are you thinking that's with Jalen or with Tua? That's with Tua. That's like Tua playing the first twelve. If here's the thing, if it, let's say Tua is still hurt, he's mentally not quite over the SEC title game. Yeah, and let's just say where where does losing the Heisman come into this thought process as well? Let's just say he doesn't. Yeah, the whole Heisman thing and all that crap. So let's say. Well, and then so you got he, either he doesn't play well or I don't know. I just the thing is is Oklahoma's defense is not good, and they're going to be able to they're going to be able to hand the ball off and runs. Yeah, they're going to score it. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning to Alabama covering honestly, just because of Oklahoma's defense. I just think Alabama can coach their way to us covering the line. Yeah. I don't even. Yeah. Matters. So let's see. Yeah. Alabama minus fourteen, and then you're taking you're taking Clemson minus eleven and a half, or Notre Dame plus eleven and a half. I agree. Clemson wins. I, that line gives me pause, though. I think Notre Dame covers. Okay. I would parlay Notre like Dame that. covering in the Clemson money line. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. And I, I, and I would say, what's the over under for Alabama Oklahoma? It is eighty one. Big number. Um, I like the under there. I think Alabama keeps Oklahoma out. I think the fact that they haven't played in a month actually, well, 
the problem you're going to run into, let's say Alabama comes out pissed and they light up like 35 points in the first 20 minutes. Yeah, very possible, yeah. And then, and then, then, the over, then, yeah. then they're going to play safe defense and Murray will run around and yeah. score. And score some, and then Alabama will keep scoring on their defense. Yeah, and I could eat up to that. Still, so, 81 is such a big number. It really kind of disrespectful to Alabama. I like defense, that. I like betting the Clemson Notre Dame game better. I like that. Yeah. Because I just yeah. don't. Whoa. Tua, Tua, we haven't seen Tua respond from adversity. So yeah, but cool. other than Bama easily winning, I think it can be unpredictable exactly what that game's going to look like playing out. All right. Um, uh, we said Notre Dame Clemson. All right. So we got the Military Bowl in Annapolis on New Year's Eve. Uh, Cincinnati minus five versus, uh, we were just talking about him, uh, Vatek and, uh, what's his name, right? Fuente. Isn't he the coach? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know anything about Cincinnati, but they're getting five points here. I have no idea who's even coaching that team now. Tuberville yeah. left a couple of years ago. Yeah, I don't know. So, bet Fuente um, in the plus five, I'd say. I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to make a very broad assumption for 20,000 feet. I think this is a transition year for Fuente and the roster. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was, I think he, he, he say he, the key game for him was to beat UVA to maintain equity there, which I don't think he's anywhere near the hot seat or anything. Mm-hmm. Bit of a disappointment, but Hey, it's a transition year. I think Cincinnati probably wins. Okay. All right. Let's keep cruising. We got the Sun Bowl in El Paso pit plus six and a half versus Stanford. Uh, give me Stanford. I think. Yeah, I think it's Bryce Love's last game. So. Yeah, it's a long way for Pittsburgh. Um, the San Francisco Bowl at Levi's Stadium. We got Michigan State plus three, Oregon is their opponent. Um, yeah, Oregon can cover that, right? I think Crystal Ball is going to want to win over uh, right. Dan Right. Dan I think, yeah, Oregon covers. I agree. And, um, uh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to move on to the next game. If you had anything else about that one, though. Well, no, yeah, I was too, but I realized you're looking at spreads and it's not the same order as the U.S. Yeah, yeah. We got uh, the Liberty Bowl in beautiful Memphis, Tennessee. Missouri minus eight over Oklahoma State. A lot of points, but is this uh, is this Locke's last game? Locke is going to light up Oklahoma State. Well, Oklahoma State beat Texas and West right, Virginia. Right. So they had to Gundy. This is actually probably going to be an entertaining game. I like the over of 74 on this, I think. Yes, I do too. Um, I, I will take Mizzou minus eight, SEC bias. Uh, we got the Holiday Bowl in San Diego, California. Utah minus seven over Northwestern. No idea. I'm going to take Utah minus seven. There's a lot of points, though. Uh, I'll take Northwestern just to be different. I think maybe that would be kind of a neat way for them to cap off their year. Yeah. Uh, the Gator Bowl in Jacksonville, Florida. You got Texas A&M, Jimbo's first year, minus five over think, NC State and Dave Doran. Jimbo. Jimbo, Jimbo, Jimbo that, wants yeah. to end the year strong. You know, I thought, I thought Texas A&M was kind of improved every week, which is obviously something you expect. Nine, nine wins first year. That's Jimbo can go really – I think that makes a difference for Jimbo selling yeah. his program. Big time, yeah. So Texas A&M – Especially if, especially if Texas loses their uh, – loses the Sugar Bowl, which I think is very likely. I yeah. mean, Texas beating Georgia is going to be an animal for them if Georgia shows up. I think um, – then A and M has the same number of wins as Texas. Yeah, I like that. I like that. All right, here's another one close to home: the Outback Bowl in Tampa. You got Mississippi State minus six and a half over Iowa. Fitz's last game. Simmons's last game. 
Um, you got to think that they'll be, you know, Moorhead wants another win for his first season. A good first season for Moorhead. Um, I think State I think, can probably cover that, but I have no idea what Moorhead's going to be like in a bowl game. All right, so just to spite the dogs, I think Ference schemes up one-dimensional Fitzgerald yeah. and wins like a 13-10 muck fest. Yeah, so every game that State's lost, I think, has been really low scoring. Yes. Like the, 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 like the Kentucky, Iowa, if anybody knows how Florida. to score ugly games, it's Ferentz. I like I that take. It. I like that take. So Iowa plus six and a half, easy bet there for you. The over-under 44 and a half, I think they set that one about right. Yep. Uh, we got the Citrus Bowl, the third bowl in Camping World Stadium. They're just really getting their money's worth there. Uh, nice, nice little bowl for Kentucky, plus six versus Penn State and James Franklin. Uh, how how long is Franklin going to stay at Penn State? It seems like he gets a little antsy. Where is he going to go? USC or something? I don't know. Um, will they really hire him? I don't know. Mate, uh, yeah. I, I think Kentucky uh, wants to win this game. Penn State has a lot more talent, though. I think... Um, it's a great bowl for Kentucky, though. Yeah, I think Penn State... McSorley's gonna. I think feel like McSorley makes a play to win the game. Yeah, is, Franklin's is, interesting to me. Let's spend there on this. Um, yeah, if he, I feel like Franklin could be the guy that always kind of jumps around half, but doesn't. Half do it. says he's gonna leave yeah. just to make just to distract you from his shortcomings, so you feel <laughs> so yeah. increase perceived value i definitely think that's franklin yeah i can i can see where you're coming from on so that i that's my i don't think he's going anywhere i mean who are they gonna get that's better than franklin at penn state anyway so yeah um here's a good one you got defending national champion central florida plus seven and a half versus coach o in the fiesta bowl and uh glendale arizona somebody from i think greedy williams or somebody said they're not play. they're yeah. not gonna play game for lsu uh, if UCF had McKenzie Milton, I would take UCF right, here. Right, but they don't. Kind of a bummer, honestly, that they don't. Because I would love for them to go undefeated two years. In frankly, a row. frankly, neither team. Well, UCF's going to try to play hard, although they have their backup. Right. Um, LSU doesn't give a shit about this game. I think attendance. I, I would imagine. Well. Is UCF going to travel people? I think they will because they still haven't lost. I mean, <clears throat> you have to think the UCF fan base, as long as they I stay think on UCF, the field. I think UCF covers this. Yeah, I can see that too. Here's a hypothetical. <clears throat> UCF wins this game. They go undefeated again next year. Do you have to put them in the playoff or just snub, just snub them again? It'll be three straight seasons without a loss If if in this hypothetical. Depends on the rest of the deal. If there's four undefeated conference power, right, 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 right. But there, there uh, won't be that. That doesn't happen very often. If it's this year, they wouldn't get in. If you repeat it this year, I don't think they'd get in over yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah, it just it's interesting because like you how got many three undefeated. Plus, you would need you would have to be somehow arguing over a two loss team getting in. Right. They could jump a two loss. You would need everybody to have two losses. Right. Um, so I think it's an interesting game because obviously I think the prevailing notion would be SEC team going to go in and stomp them. But everybody said that last year about Auburn too. And, uh, you know, UCF, UCF, uh, did it. Uh, Auburn, they were bad. Yeah. They were bad. LSU, I think, is a better team. But 
I I do think LSU wins, but you know, just hoping for the underdog story. I would love to see UCF uh, pull this one off. Got a couple games left on the slate here. Uh, the Rose Bowl. You got Washington versus Ohio State. Is Urban coaching the bowl? I think he is. Ohio State minus yes. seven. I think they beat Washington's been up and down this year. I How think. much does Ohio State care about this game though? I guess for Urban's last game. I think want Urban won, Urban's never coached in the Rose Bowl. I think okay. Ohio State sends him out on top. It's a big stage. I okay. mean, go into the Rose Bowl special. I think that'll yeah. get Ohio State excited. Yeah, I and, I, and Washington kind of has has not been that exciting this season but if washington played a three-point game kind of mucking it up similar if if this was if this was like the auburn game for them to open the season type thing that would that would be i could see that but i think ohio state wins right Um, i would love uh yeah i'll take ohio state minus seven just because like you said urban's last game and the rose bowl all right last one on the slate we got the sugar bowl in the superdome georgia minus 11 over texas how much does smart care about this game I think Georgia plays this game with a lot of pride. I really do. Yeah, who I mean, do it's, they? It's still uh, a sugar bowl. What bowl did they go to last year? They, didn't they? Didn't they? Uh, oh, that wasn't last year. What bowl did they go to last year? Where did they go? Oh no, they were in the playoff. Duh, yeah, that's sure. what I was saying. They played Bama. Right? That's what I was thinking. About. I was like, did they get right. the year wrong? They were. They won. The, they, I was trying to figure out what the hell. They, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, so they um, the teams were in. They haven't been. So Georgia had the Sugar Bowl. Is a big deal to SEC schools. I haven't been there in a while. Georgia hasn't been there since what? Uh, Stafford. Yeah, but it's, it's also it's it's Herman. I mean, he's going to have a, a big contingent there. He's trying to keep. Yeah, them but Georgia's Georgia's what? Georgia's the second best roster in the country. Yeah, it, they're no worse. They're, they're, they're you could debate them and Clemson. You think they're Georgia's a top three team? Georgia's back gap. in the playoff next year. You think? I think Fromm wants to play well. I think Fromm strikes me as a guy that's going to take this game seriously. Yeah. And uh, I think the Georgia defense has just got a lot of talent. I think they – what was your question? Is Georgia back in the playoff next year? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, it's a tough path to the SEC. I think think Tua and Fromm play each other in Atlanta next year. Yeah. And that's that's a playing game for sure. Who's Georgia having the West next year? Um, Good question. Probably a nobody. Uh, I will take an 11 still a lot of points. I think Georgia smokes them, my opinion. I'll take Texas plus 11, but I agree. Georgia's going to look like the much better team and win, but it, we'll see. Um, Georgia, oh, this is interesting. So Georgia play? host A and M next year. Ooh, that's November twenty third. That's fun. Late in the season, though. <clears throat> How, how's this for a? Um, this is Georgia's last five games next year. We were really off on a tangent. Florida and Jacksonville, mm-hmm. Missouri and Athens. So you got Kelly Bryant. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Go to Auburn. Auburn's going to be a dumpster fire, but mm-hmm. they got to go there. It's a mm-hmm. rivalry game. A and M at home at Georgia Tech. That's fun. Oh, they got Notre Dame in Athens next year too. That'd oh be yeah, that's real fun. So yeah, I mean that that they they have the schedule next season. If they look good, they'll definitely be a playoff <laughs> contender all the way through the SC championship game. It can, and if Saban's still at Alabama and day two has an amazing season next year, it could be the year where Alabama's twelve and zero or thirteen and zero. Georgia's twelve and one after the championship game, and they both get in. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, if they beat A&M at home, they beat Notre Dame. Beat Notre Dame, yep. And uh, and then, like, if the SC Championship game is, like, relatively close 
and there's some and there's some other openings. Right, frankly, the rest of the country. if Georgia had beaten LSU this year, they're in the playoff. Yep, yep. Um, so like that's that's fun for sure. All right, well that's that's the bowl slate. That was a lot of fun, John. I'm glad we did that. Um, it's it's always fun. To, the bowls are a great way to kind of wrap up the season. Uh, looking around the country, obviously, be watching some of these. I might even put a parlay together, but I'm not going to do it right now. Um, briefly, I want to talk about the basketball team. It's still pretty early in the season, but they're they're looking they're 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 doing well, especially for a first year new coach. Six and two, they get a good. Uh, Road win last night over Illinois State, program with a lot of pride. It was at their stadium um, and had a, had a big crowd. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I think they're turning in the right direction. Somebody I'm really impressed with so far is Brian Tyree. He's clearly become the leader of the team. He's a more consistent scorer than Terrence Davis. Um, he handles the ball well. Uh, I'm, just, I'm, I'm impressed with Tyree's uh, development. Devontae Shuler looking really good in his sophomore campaign. Um, and then, you know, some of the new guys still really excited about them, of course. Uh, Henson's great, Blake Henson. And uh, it, it, I, I, I like what Kermit's doing a lot. Honestly, even Ola Nicek, who was hopeless at times, looks better this year. Bruce Stevens is is finding a role. So um, I, still the, the biggest problem with the team, uh, outside of kind of a lack of, of dominant big men to go up against teams that have that, is still Terrence Davis being Terrence Davis. Very inconsistent. Um, shows a lot of flashes, but he's a senior now. And I just, I, I don't know if he's ever going to put it all together. Um, love the kid. I think he's a great guy, but, uh, you know, he's just, he, he's too inconsistent and, and they, well, it'll be interesting to see what Davis does with them as the season goes on. Uh, but like I said, I think guys like Tyree and Schuler are just going to be a lot more consistent for you day in and day out. Um, but I, I'm really looking forward to the SEC play. There's, there's a lot of good teams in the SEC this year. Uh, Kermit's gonna have a lot of opportunities to to win good games, so exciting, exciting for sure. Um, you know, we we love Kennedy on this show, but I, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying the new era as well. Yeah, I think Kermit has made this somewhat interesting. Actually, he's made this he's made this season somewhat interesting. It's it's a watchable product. It's watchable for sure. You know, yeah, I'm I'm going yeah. to see them. I was telling you earlier on Wednesday here in Jackson, they're playing in the Coliseum. Um, that should be fun. I'll report back uh, next time I talk to you. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool, man. Well, you got anything else you wanna you wanna talk about? We've we got a nice little 90 minute show here for the listeners. Nope, I think we're covered. Yeah. Well, What's your prediction? I think Kane Womack's DC. Do you have a prediction? Yeah, I mean, hell, man. I don't know. Maybe it's some raw. Maybe it's him. Maybe it's a name that I don't even know. I've heard a couple other, some, what, DJ Elliott or something. I don't even, I don't know, man. Uh, honestly, I, I've been pretty checked out on the Ole Miss front. It just isn't necessarily worth my time following all this. So, like I said, I want to I wanna get through the hire, get through the early signing period, get into, you know, this recruiting class, and then I can kind of, I, I feel like I'll, I'll have a better idea of where things are really headed. Uh, as of right now, if you made me guess, I, I think Luke is, is on a downward trajectory. You know, I had some, I had some hope for him and I think the golden, the golden thing was interesting. It got people excited at the prospect. Of course it was never really going to happen, but if he somehow was able to do it, it would have been interesting development in the Luke era for sure. But um, you know, we'll wait and see, we'll wait and see what happens. I'm expecting to be underwhelmed both by the hire and by the recruiting class this year, but you know, nothing we can nothing we can really do about it right now. Just gotta wait and see what happens with all that. And you know, it's a, it was always a rebuild. It was always a kind of keeping the seat warm, I guess, when you hired Luke. But it is what it is. Yeah. 
All right, man. Well, uh, really glad we got to do this before you head back out of the country. Safe travels, of course. I hope you uh, enjoy your time back in Germany. I think there's lots lots to be enjoyed, it sounds like, when you're over there. Yeah, there's plenty to keep one amused. So. Awesome, man. Well, uh, good luck the rest of your, uh, your your upcoming travel day here. Thanks for taking the time. On a, I know it's going to be a busy day for you. But I uh, hope that hope that flight goes well and all of that. And um, everybody out there listening, thank you, of course. We appreciate that. Uh, thanks for hanging around with us if you're still listening for an hour and a half here. I think we, we had some fun on this episode for sure. Kind of touched on a lot of our a lot of our bases here. Talked about other programs around the country, all that fun stuff. So, um, of course, if you like the show, you can give us a five star rating on iTunes. That would be great. Tell your friends about it. Really, I mean, if you got if you got friends that that like Ole Miss or you think would enjoy our kind of uh, our style i wouldn't say it's it's anything uh groundbreaking but we we do have our own voice when it comes to talking about this stuff and you know john you were you were saying we've uh, we're coming up on four years here i think it's four years this bowl season our first episode of course was the uh the, the preview of the disastrous 2014 peach bowl um, it was great good memories you know i think that kind of set the tone for the whole show i've always said that um, so hey man, it's been it's been a fun four years. Here's to here's to the future. Who knows how long we can do this? I, I don't think it I don't think it, it it's too taxing on us. So you know, I can I can see us continuing this for a while. I think it's I think it's all good. Yeah, see how long it lasts. <laughs> awesome man. All right, well appreciate it, John, and thank you to all of our listeners. We appreciate you guys. Uh, happy holidays. I'm sure we'll talk to you again soon. But uh, until next time, thanks for listening, guys. For John, I'm Justin. We'll talk to you later. cars like these on auto trader like that car riding your tail or if you're tailgating right now all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on auto trader too are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time well multitasking pro cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on auto trader new cars used cars electric cars maybe even flying cars okay no flying cars but as soon as they get invented they'll be on auto trader just you wait auto trader